What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Schwinn Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Schwinn, here by myself with my hood up in my cold living room. I feel like hoodie mellow. And if you haven't noticed by now, the show's back. The show's back, people. I mean, it only took like three months for me to make another episode, but that's because I was doing due diligence and planning the show out and how I wanted to do it and also how I wanted to create content and expand the group and things like that. Plus the holiday season, yada, yada, yada. It is unfortunate that I missed the end of the NFL season because that is my favorite sport and obviously I had some pretty good takes, but if you're in the group, you should have got a pretty good gist of what I was going to say in this. So let's dive into it. Just to get started, we have a little bit of housekeeping. The show is obviously back. Now, in order to be able to provide up-to-date content, I'm going to be doing having the show four days during the week and one day during the weekend. I will be doing Monday and Wednesday shows, and my good friend Jerome Douglas, a.k.a. Dog Pound Douglas, is going to be doing the Tuesday and Thursday shows. So... We figured this way you could get multiple personalities, multiple takes, and we could cover together basis of all sports. And an interesting thing that we want to do with our shows is to make them our own. And part of that's going to be a section where we maybe discuss something controversial individually. And then whenever we come together on our combined show on the weekends, really Saturdays or Sundays, I'm not exactly sure yet, but... On those shows, that's when we'll be able to come together and really debate our points and comment on the other things that we found interesting throughout the week in sports. So that's pretty much the way that it's going to go. I'm hoping that I can use this platform as a way to create more content and really just keep the podcast pumping out there, you know, for the Schwinn sports fans. If you're listening to this, I appreciate you very much. If you're part of the group, I appreciate you. If you're not part of the group, please go to Facebook. Look up Schwen Sports because this podcast is so much better if you are active in the group. We have a great time over there, and I appreciate everybody that's involved. Having a lot of fun. We're down in the stretch right now, so we're going to be hitting a weird spot in the sports uh, calendar year where maybe not so much is going on. I mean, the NBA hits the all-star break. Baseball's not started yet, except for baseball nerds who want to talk about pitchers and catchers, but just get out of here. Spring training, come on. I hate preseason crap. I mean, this side tangent here, but does baseball even need? Is it necessary for them to have preseason stuff? They have enough games. Just work it out. It's not like they're coming in week one, week two, week three in championship form. Obviously, they still have to figure some things out through the season. I just, a bit unnecessary, but uh, that's another topic for another day. Either way, with the NFL gone, it seems that we have to find some other things to talk about. And lucky for us, woo-hoo, hot dog, would you have it? There's a new football league. 
the AAF, AA, is that right? Alliance of American Football. If you're not hip, you should get hip. Because there's football on, and it's it's the middle of February. Now, last weekend was the inaugural games of the league. Uh, I think there's like eight teams or something. Go Legends. Shout out Legends. Atlanta Legends all day, every day. That's my team, even though we got blown out. But, you know, it is what it is. It's not our fault. Our coach, our head coach quit weeks before the season. And our offensive coordinator, <clears throat> Mike Vick, might have quit the day before. That's not our fault. Go Legends. Season's still long. We're going to win this championship. No doubt about it. Either way, I was kind of mad because I apparently picked the wrong team again because the Legends were not on my team on CB- uh, on my TV on CBS, even though I thought they were supposed to be. Instead, I had to watch some other Joe Schmoes. I don't even know, but it looked like it probably was a little bit better of a game. Now, it's interesting with this new league because I was kind of hoping starting out that it was going to be maybe eventually some competition to the NFL. And so far, it's not really looking like that. It seems like they're trying to do this whole buddy-buddy thing with NFL. Like, we're going to compliment you. We're not really looking to overtake you. Which is all fine and dandy until you have to watch, you know, Christian Hackenberg and whoever else play football very terribly. Now... The Saturday games were pretty decent, but the Sunday games were awful from what I heard. I didn't get to watch many of them, but I I just think there's a few things that are working here. One, these teams have only been together, practicing together for a few weeks now. So I think the amount of organization with the teams and the way the games looked and the professional um, broadcast... And just everything flowed. It, I mean, don't get me wrong. The talent level wasn't there. The points weren't there. It was a different type of football. It was a lower level football. But the structure was there. And so to me, that was very encouraging. Because the big thing about the the NFL, to me, opposed to their farm league now, is NCAA. And NCAA is obviously a different league. So... I think that it's very, very, very important that these guys can participate in a league like this that has a little more of a pro-style feel to it and get them adjusted to the professional game opposed from the NCAA game. Because we all know that the NCAA game is just... It's not even the same type of format. It doesn't work the same. Championships are weird. Teams that win in the NCAA would never win in the NFL with that style. I, it doesn't make sense to me. I think maybe just because there's such a large pool of players, you end up with a bunch of bums playing at some point on even the best teams. Maybe that's it. Because if that wasn't the case, you would end up with, say, full teams of Alabama or something like that. Which conveniently, the AAF has a Alabama team, so I guess that'll just be the Alabama B team or something to get into the NFL. Regardless, the, the broadcast looked really good. They had Kurt Warner on there. Heinz Ward, my boy, shout out Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward was there. He, I guess he's doing something with the league. I just, I just want to commend whoever has made the league. I know they threw it together really fast, but just what I saw, I thought it was really professional. There were some things I really enjoyed about the game that the NFL is probably going to have to adapt because fans like me and you enjoyed these things. Now, we had 
when remember when the Skycam first busted on the scene, the NFL was like, oh, Thursday night game, the Skycam got big. Oh, better get more Skycam. Well, AAF has plenty of Skycam. They also have other cool stuff. Like you can hear the coaches and the players talk. You hear them talk to referees. Everything. It's awesome. You hear them in the huddles, at timeouts. My only thing with that is, did they tell them not to cuss or something? Or we just got somebody on standby? I don't know how that works. Whatever. This is what I've always wanted. I think all the players should be mic'd up. We should be able to just pick whichever player on our phone we want to listen to. Say I want to listen to Ben Roethlisberger. I click Ben Roethlisberger on my phone. I can listen to everything he says during the game. Or for any player. TJ Watt. Anybody for that matter. I think that would be a really cool experience. Regardless of that, I think this is not only a great place to farm new talent for the NFL from a player standpoint, and 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 honestly, even a coaching standpoint. Even though they got some old heads in there now, eventually that's going to turn over, and we're going to have some different guys. So it's just a great opportunity for more guys to get seen and noticed outside of the college spectrum. But one thing that I find really interesting is that we can use this as a way to to try out new rules for the NFL and also get referees, more referees trained. Because one thing that everybody has a problem with in the, in the NFL is the referees. And I am the first person to tell you that I've complained about referees numerous times. But somebody actually brought something to my attention in the group that I thought was very interesting Everybody's p- proposed finding referees for bad calls, this and that and the other. And, and, you know, somebody spoke up and said, hey, if we start finding these guys, they don't get paid that much. We don't have that many trained, qualified refs. If you remember when the refs, there was a ref shortage and we had the replacement ref, which sucked. Um, what are we supposed to do? I mean, we're just kind of stuck. We don't know. Maybe the NFL's paying them. Maybe they're just horrible. Maybe we need more of them. Maybe we don't. they don't exist. But this league is a way for us to develop new referees. It's a great way for them. Honestly, I think the NFL should embrace it, grab it by the horns. Personally, I think they should have did this a long time ago because if the NFL was actually in charge of this, then they could have a little more say and control the development of the rules and the players and the referees and the coaches like they should. But we'll take it for what it was. It was one week. I don't know. I saw some dude get laid out and his helmet popped off. I'm okay with that. Now, I'm not expecting, you know, the Super Bowl every week. But at the same time, that's not to say we can't get some good games. And let's be honest. When it's bowl week and there's no other football on, we watch those crappy Mac games and those crappy Pac-10 games just because it's football and football's on. So if this gets us to the draft... I'm cool with it because I, I hate every year at the NFL season. We get so anxious. We're so ready. We talk about the combine, this, that. Oh, man, it just gets old. So maybe this is going to cut. Actually, this could be bad for Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay. Might only, people might not pay as much attention to their 70th and 45th mock draft of the season. Who's to say? Who's to say? Either way, I'm very excited about this league if you can't tell. Go Atlanta Legends. That's my team. I don't care if we got shut out. doesn't matter. I'm going to come up. Go Legends. We're all going to be Legends. Speaking of Legends, have I talked to you lately about Antonio Brown? Hmm? Antonio Brown? Yeah, Antonio Brown. 
Now, for you, those of you that don't know, Antonio Brown has kind of went off the Richter scale here lately with this craziness. Um, don't know what happened. I've seen some people online say he hasn't been the same since the perfect hit. I'm not going to say that's here or there. I will say this, AB has changed. AB has changed. Um, probably not for the better, but that's opinion. Let's dive a little bit more into this. Now, if you were to ask me, do I think Antonio Brown should stay on the Pittsburgh Steelers? At this point in time, I would say yes. And the reason that I would say yes is because I have a blonde mustache. Why do I have a blonde mustache? Well, if you don't follow AB or keep up to date on the NFL, AB decided to have a blonde mustache with a black beard. Makes no sense. So, I decided... I would dye my mustache to match his and make a video that will be releasing around the same time of this podcast to convince him to stay in Pittsburgh. Now, I know what you guys are saying. Get him out. He's a menace. And I've said it too. And if the price is right, maybe they should get rid of him. I don't know. It's all business. Me personally, I say bring him back. You make him come back. Get everybody. I think he needs to be the centerpiece. He's like Iron Man. In the Avengers movies, you know, like we had the Captain America Civil War. Like the Steelers are like the Avengers, and and Brady's like Thanos, and you know he got another ring this year, stone, whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter. It's BS, and you know even even the Avengers had a civil war, just like the Steelers are having right now. But Big Ben Roethlisberger, aka Thor, is going to bring his hammer and. Antonio Brown, a.k.a. Tony Stark, is going to be the weird in-between guy who has all the power and the fame and he loves the cameras, but he's going to be a team player after all he is. Uh, I don't know how it relates to the offense, but T.J. Watt should definitely be Captain America if we're really getting into it. I don't know. <laughs> if we got to consider all times for the Avengers... I don't, James Harrison as the Hulk? I don't I don't know, man. I don't really know James Harrison as the Hulk. We get the Hulk buster on him. Get out of here, James Harrison. I don't know if everybody saw this, but he was talking trash about Mike Tomlin. And if everybody else has to talk trash about Mike Tomlin, then go be a loser somewhere else because Mike Tomlin wins. That's my, that's my little bit on that. I know I'm getting off subject here. And I digress from the point. The point is this. The Pittsburgh Steelers don't have very long with Ben Roethlisberger. So what do they do? In my opinion, we bring the killer bees back. Antonio Brown. Le'Veon Bell. Maybe even Martavis Brown. I don't know. Maybe. But we got Juju. We got Connor. We got The offense should be electric. We should be dropping 50 a game. We should be putting up 500 plus yards a game. And the defense will take care of itself. With a high draft pick in the you know middle linebacker spot. Who knows? Decent defense last year. Either way. If you see me out and about and I have a blonde mustache, just know I did it for the team. Anybody wants to question my loyalty to the Steelers, take a look at this mustache. You say, that's a bleach blonde mustache. Wonder what his asshole looks like. I don't know if that joke works, but we're leaving it in. Now, I wanted to touch on the NBA a little bit because this is kind of the last thing on my docket here. And the only thing I really... Wanted to note is the NBA is very, they're so petty with their stuff. 
you know, just for as much as I get frustrated with Antonio Brown, I look at the NBA and I'm like, yo, he would fit right in. And we wouldn't think anything of it because we put up LeBron James for how many years? God, I hate him. But I don't hate him. I don't hate him, but I kind of hate him. But I don't hate him, but I kind of hate him. Either way, I think that the NBA, just it's crazy because the Celtics, I just like wanted to talk about the Celtics. The Celtics were so good last year. And then their players got hurt and they band together and they made this awesome team. And we talked about how they had this really young core of players and how they were basically just going to be this force to reckon with for years and years because they had veteran leadership. They had young and up-and-comers. They were just going to be unstoppable. That's not the case this year. I mean, Gordon Hayward's not good. Kyrie's very good, but hurt again. And also apparently having leadership issues. I don't, I just, lots of um, disruption coming out of that camp. Yeah, I don't understand. So much talent. And actually, I do understand because they trade all the time and they got this AD talking about Anthony Davis. They tra- tried to trade everybody. LeBron tried to trade everybody. So basically, <laughs> so basically, here's the problem. The controversy it surrounds LeBron James and Kyrie Irving for some reason. The whole Kyrie debacle was what started it. And then now he's in Boston. Boston's having all these problems. Because they tried to trade for Anthony Davis because they want to win now. All this garbage, which I think is trash. You're an idiot. They're so stupid. Like, assigning Gordon Hayward should be the first point of emphasis to them that uh, there's no such thing as a sure thing in the NBA because they signed him to all that money because they thought he would be the man. Granted, he got injured, and he's recovering, and I don't want to be too hard on him, but seriously, how does that not show you that something can't pan out the way that you expect it to? Instead, you you you, you try all these trades, your players hear about them, now you got disruption in the locker room. I just, it was the exact thing the Celtics weren't supposed to be known for because they built such a good young team and have made really great moves. And they did it. And now it's fucked up. Now they're going to lose to the Sixers. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Maybe even the Raptors. I don't know. The East is the East, except minus LeBron, so it ought to be pretty good and entertaining this year. I cannot wait. All-Star break's coming up. Nobody cares. Ba-ba-bum. Oh, yeah, also LeBron tried to trade his whole team away, so there was that, which isn't anything new. That's the NBA I'm not fully into NBA mode, but I'm hoping to get there soon because football is technically over, even though the AAF whatever is up. So I have more hotness coming with you. Uh, this about wraps up this episode. If you're not in the Facebook group Schwinn Sports, go ahead and join Schwinn Sports. If you don't like um, the page or the Instagram or the Twitter or follow the podcast on whatever platform you listen to, I would encourage you to do so. And be on the lookout for that hotness because we are coming with the content, content, content. Seriously, Schwinn Sports. I'm your host, Schwinn. And I'll see you guys next time.